Welcome to the Recover Me podcast with Warren Willey, doctor of osteopathic medicine, a best-selling author, and leading expert on holistic, healthy living. Warren is your guide to living a naturally healthier, happier life. So much of Western medicine, popular diets, and fitness fads put a bandage over health problems, addressing symptoms and not causes, offering short-term results at the expense of long-term health. That's why Warren is a man on a mission to question the status quo and uncover holistic health solutions you can use in your life, starting right now. Now to get us started today, here's Warren. Well, hello, Warren Willie here. Welcome to another episode of the Recover Me podcast. Recover Me Medicine is the medicine that meets you where you are. I can't change your stressors, but I can certainly help you, your mind, your body deal with them better. Today's episode is on, guess what, New Year's resolutions. Tis the season. It's the first of the year. Welcome to 2019. Wow, I'm getting old. I'm sure a lot of you out there are too. There's a few that aren't getting old and I want to know your secret, but for the rest of us, we're getting old. Let's talk about, I'm going to title this one, Balanced Resolutions. And it should be fun. I want to give you, I'm going to cover the 15 top resolutions I could find on the World Wide Web. Uh, There's all sorts of different opinions, of course, but they tend to Uh, get similar with various topics like getting in shape or exercising more or learning to eat better all those things I kind of combine into one but I found 15 top resolutions I want to cover but then I want to approach it from the recover me framework or worldview how do we think about it in recovery medicine because my goal at the end of this podcast is to give you 15 brand new resolutions that are not only going to help you succeed in your overall health and quality of life, but you're going to be able to succeed, period. Because that's one thing we all know about New Year's resolutions is you do it for a few days, maybe if you're lucky a few weeks, and then out the door. Go to any health club. Starting, actually starting mid-January, maybe early February, because most people take a month to prepare to initiate their New Year's resolutions they made last year. But the gyms are packed until March, early April, and then everyone's gone. Why? Because all those resolutions failed people. It doesn't work. Eating less, exercising more doesn't work. So all of us regular gym goers just sit and roll our eyes the first of the year saying, oh my heavens, this is painful. Those poor people. Gym owners, they love it. That's when we make our nut for the whole year. You make all your money for the year, the first three months because of New Year's resolutions. So it depends on where you're coming from, whether they be good, bad, or you're indifferent. But let's talk about those. So right, jump right into balanced resolutions. I want to give you a little history of New Year's resolutions just so we can kind of see where they come from. It's, it's said that the ancient Babylonians were probably the first people to make New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. They were basically, I think they did that just from my limited reading and uh, knowledge of world history, uh, because they held celebrations to the first of the year to honor the plants and to thank the gods for future harvests, uh, whatnot. The ancient Babylonians also crowned their new king the first of the year or reaffirmed their old king as someone that needs to continue leading them. They made promises to their gods about uh, repaying debts. They, they 
promised her friends to uh, repay any debts or problems, work together. They would really, they felt that by doing all this, that their gods would bestow favor on them, that they would benefit that year if they made those, what we now call resolutions. In the ancient Roman times, Empress Julius Caesar tinkered with the calendar and made January 1st, actually, the beginning of the new year in the criteria. I think that was around 46, 45 BC. He, what he did, named for Janus, and Janus is the two-faced god that inhabits doorways of arches. If you've ever been to Rome or Italy or look at uh, um, some, some of the uh, architectural structures back there, Janus, the god has two faces, hence the word January. And what that signifies is looking to the past backwards, but looking forwards ahead to the future. And so they, uh, the early Romans made sacrifices the first of the year to that deity in promising of recognizing past failures and moving forward, hence the two-faced gods. For early Christians, it's also New Year's became a time of reflecting on the past and making a commitment uh, to themselves, friends, neighbors, and God to do better. So there's a deeply religious uh, root or background to New Year's resolutions, but today it's mostly a secular practice. I have yet to been to a church service that discussed our New Year's resolutions in a religious way, so it's definitely a secular thing now. We don't make promises to God, so some could argue we probably should, uh, right? But we make it more to ourselves. So New Year's resolution is a time of reflection and self-improvement. Unfortunately, it's estimated over 50% of the American population make New Year's resolutions, yet less than 8% have success in their goals. 8%. And I was trying, I looked all over the place to find, okay, give me a time frame at 8%. Are those 8%, is that people successful for three months, six months, nine months, a year, lifetime? Obviously, that data is going to be very hard to collect. I would guess just coming from the world of weight loss, that New Year's resolution, the 8% successful, is at least through June. And after that, I 10 to 1, they lost track of their study participants, the ones that mentioned those numbers. It could have been a derived number two, an estimation. But either way, we all know you ain't successful in New Year's resolutions, period. It's just hard to do. So let me quickly cover the top 15 resolutions. Again, what I did, I took different sources from the internet and I combined them into an overall statement. Now, some of them have crossover, obviously, but the top 15 New Year's resolutions in no particular order were, number one, get in shape, two, lose weight, three, enjoy life to the fullest. I like that one a lot. Four, spend less and save more money. In other words, get out of debt. Five, spend more time with family and friends. Six, get organized. Ooh, that's a neat, that's a good one. Seven, learn something new, a new language. Pick up an instrument for the first time. Do something new. Number eight, travel more. Get out, explore this beautiful world. Nine, break the smartphone addiction. I like that one. Ten, eat more often at home. Very wise. Eleven, drink less alcohol. Twelve, stop smoking or smoke or use tobacco less. 13, reduce stress. Well, that's a big one. We're going to come back to that one. 14, get more sleep. And 15, volunteer more. So those were the combined top 15 that I could find, again, in no particular order, and combining some with a little crossover there. So before we jump, in, jump into the Recover Me method of successful New Year's resolutions, why is it so hard to change? Why do we make these New Year's resolutions with such awesome intent 
such goals. We write it down, we plan it, we put it in our Google Calendar. If you're real wise, you tell all your friends, neighbors, uh, family members, pastors at church, whatever, hey, I'm going to do this. I need accountability. I need help. That's a great move. But even then, people fail. It's very, very deep embedded psychologically why we fail at New Year's resolutions. But I want to give you just some hints today. And some of this I uh, pulled from Psychology Today. Uh, and, and what they're saying, and I would agree uh, in both my experience and researching the topic on why people fail healthy eating plans, why they fail uh, healthy recommendations for overall living, because we're unable to sustain a high level of performance indefinitely. And really, part of that is because we are such all or nothing beings, right? I have people tell me all the time, I'm not all or nothing, doc, I'm very laid back. And I have to look at them with skewered eyes and one eyebrow up to the top of my head. I think all of us humans are all or nothing. If we start something, we go all out for it. That high level performance is hard to maintain and we fall off. Part of that is a, a physiological term called homeostasis. Homeostasis is balance. Our bodies like to be in a certain way. In the weight loss world, we call it your set point, that no matter how much you gain or lose, you always come back to that set point. That's the homeostatic balance that our bodies try to find. And obtaining a new or higher level performance with New Year's resolutions is very hard to sustain. So we question, is it a, is it a problem with self-control? Well, partly, but I don't want to put all the blame on that. Part of it, I think, is our approach to it. And that's why we're going to talk about the recovery meme approach to it. All New Year's resolutions require similar control regimen. Whether you're focusing on healthy eating, regular exercise, not binge drinking, stopping tobacco, uh, learning a new habit like reading more or taking up an instrument or volunteering. Uh, maybe it's not staying up all night playing video games and actually going to bed with your wife, guys. Whatever, maintaining vigilant control is not easy. It's just not easy. Self-control always involves active and conscious inhibition of potential goal killers, such as worry, distraction. Well, that's a big one. Dwelling how darn hard it is to constantly avoid sweets in my office when that gal next to me keeps bringing peanut M&Ms in every day, right? Or having time to exercise. Gosh, that's an extra. Even if you exercise for 20 minutes a day, it's still a two-hour process. You got to get there. You got to change your clothes. You got to exercise, hopefully to the point of sweating, which then means you hopefully take a shower or at least sponge bath off, redress, and drive back to work or home. So I don't care what type of exercise you take up even if your goal is 20 minutes a day, you better add a couple hours before and front and, and after it because it's difficult and that takes vigilant control. So as individuals use their best coping abilities and preserve over time repeatedly ignoring these distractions and resisting temptations of those M&Ms next door, fighting off powerful urges to just give in because it's so easy, your ability to maintain self-control diminishes. Let's talk about let's uh, some of the top uh, New Year's resolutions were eating better or losing the weight or getting in shape. So let's say one way you decided to do that was quit eating ice cream every night. Ice cream was your drug. Rough day at work, rough day with the kids at school or kids at home. They didn't do their homework. So you're up all night doing seventh grade arithmetic, which you really forgot how hard that is. And you are just 
cannot wait to get that bowl of ice cream in because it just makes you feel better. Well, you now you've resisted it. Your New Year's resolution came along every night. You're resisting it. Now those stressors haven't changed. Your seventh grader hasn't stopped ignoring their homework and bringing it home to you to help them with. Stresses haven't changed. But because of your all or nothing, you just fight and fight and fight until eventually, screw it. You go out and slam the whole carton of ice cream because you're tired. And then, being an all or nothing, realizing you failed your resolution, you either throw in the towel and say, I'm done with this. I'm not doing it. Or you turn and fight even harder to resist that temptation again. And guess what? The harder you fight, the more likely you're going to fail. You're going to fail again. That is what happens. That's why the Recover Me method of New Year's resolutions and just overall healthy living, I think, can be very beneficial. Because really our goal is to find success, is to understand how your body, your physiology, your mind, your emotions, your relationships with people, with food, with your couch, with your children, and how your environment influences you. You have to understand that you are who you are because of past experiences. That's that Janus. You're looking backwards. You are who you are because of this. So let's help you. We know where you're here. So on the other side of Janus looking forward, what can we do? Knowing what we have back here, what can we do forward? And that's where this recover me world point of view uh, really steps into place. That's why I came up with the five tenets of health to help you understand, okay, if you can adhere and understand and optimize these five things, all these other things fall in place. You change gradually. You change slowly. You feel better daily. You deal with life stresses. Though you can't change them, you can do it. And that's how we can help your New Year's resolutions not only work, but most importantly, stick. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a way to make a realistic balance and successful resolutions for anyone listening. So more than three or four days, okay, hopefully it lasts a lifetime. And we're going to approach it with the Recover Me uh, Vero viewpoint. I'm going to start by talking about the health measures or tenets of health and how this particular health measure must be accounted for for New Year's resolutions or any health goal for that matter to be a success. And I'll show you how to utilize or optimize each health tenant. Very simply, this is a very simple short podcast for New Year's resolutions. I don't need to stress you out by giving you a three-hour lecture on each one of the tenants, though I could do that if you're interested. But I want you to have short, quick tidbits that you can make your new New Year's resolutions so you can succeed. Okay, so my goal again at the end is to give you 15 brand new New Year's resolutions to adhere to to make those original 15 I covered stick. So. Let's get started here. Now, the first tenet of health, the HPA axis and the effect of cortisol. Cortisol is a very important hormone. You will die without it, but boy, it beats you up when it's elevated constantly. If we think about our top 15, all of them raise cortisol. There's even, I think it was number 13 was to reduce stress. Well, trying to reduce stress causes a raise in cortisol. It's stressful to reduce stress, right? Getting in shape, losing weight, trying to enjoy life to the fullest, getting out of debt, spending more time with friends and families, getting organized, all those things raise cortisol. It's stressful. So rather than focus on those, let's focus on, on lowering cortisol. And the first thing to do since so many of New Year's resolutions has to do with exercise and movement, 
rather than starting a new exercise program, rather than joining a gym, rather than taking those two or three hours a day out, go for a walk in the sunshine, 10 minutes, two or three times a day. And what you're doing here, you're moving to stimulate serotonin, the happy hormone, and lower cortisol. That should be your New Year's resolution. Not to join a gym and exercise three hours a day, or at least exercise in a three-hour time slot, because that's how long it's going to take you to do all of it. Go for a 10-minute walk a couple times a day, preferably in the sun. If you live in southeast Idaho like I do this time of year, there ain't much sun. So go to the mall and walk. Walk around your office. Walk in circles around your desk. I don't care. Talk to yourself while you're doing it so your uh, coworkers think you're a little loopy. That's always fun to do. But move more. Make a New Year's resolutions to move more to lower cortisol. And that reason is very important. Don't move more to lose weight. You're going to fail. Lose more to help control stress. Another one under this tenet, make a goal to meditate or spend time in prayer 10 minutes a day. If you need some help with it, go to a website called calm.com, C-A-L-M.com. They do not pay me. I do not work for them. For $60 a year, they'll give you 10 minutes of thoughtful meditation a day. Powerful, powerful stress control. So spend $60 and meditate or pray or be quiet for 10 minutes a day. It'll lower cortisol. You may want to consider supplementation like L-theanine, which I call God's value. It's an amino acid found in green tea that just increases GABA, the, the, the anti-stress, the, the anxiety-lowering hormone, or other supplements like Relora, which is a combination of philodendrum and magnolia. Great studies behind it on lowering cortisol and helping with the stress response. And then the last tidbit under this t health tenant is to work on your sleep. Maybe you should make a New Year's resolution to sleep better. That doesn't necessarily sleep more. That doesn't count, but sleep better. And that may be a, a very, very powerful New Year's resolutions to help all the other ones succeed. So now let's talk about the next tenant of health, hormonal health. Hormonal health, every single one of the top 15 I gave you involves hormones in one way or another. And not to bore you with each one, just know that hormones are involved in everything. They're messengers. They're controlling factors. They are involved in everything you do. And that's why we joke so much about people's hormones when they're moody, angry, or whatever, or happy. We always say, oh, it's a hormonal thing. And it's true. Their hormones are involved in about everything. And those top 15 New Year's resolutions, yeah, hormones are involved. So from the Recover Me World point of view, how can we optimize our hormones? Well, the first and foremost thing to do is avoid processed foods. So make that a resolution. That wasn't in the list. Eating better was in the list. But define eating better. Does that mean I go to sirloin from Spam? That's eating better. How about you make the resolutions, I'm gonna do my best to avoid processed foods. And don't be all or nothing on it. Just say in the big picture, I'm gonna to try to eat organic, I'm gonna to try to make my own food, I'm gonna, if I have to stop at McDonald's and get something quick, so be it. Don't beat yourself up about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. But focus on avoiding processed foods. Another very powerful hormone modulator using diet is called, I call debt dieting, delayed eating technique. The internet likes to call it intermittent fasting, but taking a window of eating opportunity and leaving the rest of the day for fasting is a very powerful hormonal modulating process. That's why some people do so well with it. It does things to your hormones, and it's a great way, at least a couple days a week, if you use debt dieting, you will change your hormones. It's easy, simple thing to do. Simple thing to do. 
And then the last thing under this tenant is maybe you should see a hormone specialist. And not because you have a problem or not because you have a disease state. You may want to find an alternative or functional medicine practitioner just to get a good picture of your hormones and see if, if there's any way you can optimize those. Because optimal hormonal health means good quality living. It really does. So consider a New Year's resolution of finding a hormone specialist and just visiting with them about optimization of your hormones. The next one is gut health. Gut health is so important for your overall health. And again, back to the original 15, I could talk about gut health on every one of those, how it plays a role. So jumping right into the Recover Me method, one of the first very important New Year's resolutions you should have for gut health, we already covered, and that's called lowering cortisol. When you're a high stress, constant, constant sympathetic tone is way up, you're always in your fight or flight mode, there's a white tiger in the room all the time, you ruin your gut. You start absorbing nutrients, you start absorbing fats, you start having bloating, belly issues, intermittent constipation, diarrhea, you just don't feel good. Gut health is dictated by high cortisol. So back to that first tenant, HPA axis and cortisol, one of the best things you can do for your gut is what we talked about there, those resolutions. Avoiding processed foods like we talked under hormonal health will also help your gut. Your gut gets beat up by all those chemicals. Give it a break. Avoiding antibiotics. If you get the sniffles or cold, just don't run down to the urgent care and get on antibiotics. Good grief. You don't need them most of the time. It's amazing. Sinus infections, for example. Studies show only 2% of sinus infections are actually bacterial that should respond to antibiotics. But doc, I feel better after taking antibiotics when I get a sinus infection. Well, it's that old adage. You would have felt better with seven days of antibiotics or you would have felt better in one week without them. Look at natural remedies. Try to protect your gut. Think about it. Everything has a consequence. Utilize natural probiotics. I'm not a big fan of taking probiotics and pills. Not only are most of them dead by the time they get to your shelf in your home, but ultimate power is ultimate corruption. If you're just filling your body with probiotics, they take over if they are alive. I think natural probiotics are your best bet. Learn how to make kefir, learn how to make kombucha, learn how to make your own yogurt. Eat a lot of uh, uh, fermented foods, kimchi, sauerkraut. Have a spoonful every day. Simple New Year's resolutions. I'm gonna have a spoonful of sauerkraut or kimchi every day for my gut health. Uh, that one's probably obtainable. And if you miss a day here and there, so what? But think about that, that's a lot easier than going to the gym three hours every day for the rest of your life, right? Other natural products to help your gut health, my three favorite are L-glutamine, the amino acid in powder form and a big glass of water on an empty stomach once or twice a day. Helps rebuild the gut lining. Using papaya enzyme when you're eating and or even oxen bile if you have issues with loose stools, just to make sure you're absorbing your fat appropriately or you've had your gallbladder swiped by a surgeon who needed to make a boat payment. Those things are something that you want, might want to look into for your overall gut health. Again, that New Year's resolution is a lot easier than some of the other ones. The fourth tenet is toxins, talking about toxins in our environment. I could point out, again, back to our original 15, I could go through each one of those and show you how toxins is limiting your ability to meet that resolution. So what do we do for it in, in the Recover Me worldview? Well, the first thing I want you to do is go to a website called ewg.org, environmentalworkinggroup.org. And I want you to look at the products you have in your home, and I want you to consider getting 
better products via their consumer guides. So important. You can believe our toxic environment. Go to that website. Your jaw's going to drop. You're going to have to pick it up off the floor a couple times while reading it. But buy or at least get the products for cleaning, hairspray, shampoo, uh, shaving lotion, sunscreen. I mean, all these things. Rather than placing toxins all over your own body and your kid's body, use that website to start avoiding toxins. Toxins. The second thing, sweat. As hard as you can, uh, at least once a day, whether it be sitting in an infrared sauna, jogging in place at your desk, whatever. If you can sweat, that removes toxins from your body. You also want to ensure a healthy liver and renal system. So when you go see the doctor to optimize your hormonal health, have them check your liver and kidney function just to make sure those are good. Make sure you're taking adequate minerals every day for your body to clear things. And do something simple like drink lemon water first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Take a big glass of nice cold water, squeeze a lemon in it, and drink it when you get up in the morning. That helps your body detox. It's a clearance method. It's wonderful. Simple things to do. Those new year resolutions, again, are so much easier than our original 15. Our last resolutions we're going to talk about is oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is how we rust. How do our bodies age? It's hard to prevent oxidative stress because we're products of our environment. It's everywhere. So the thing you do is you optimize your body's oxidative mechanisms. How can we prevent quick rusting, right? We're all going to rust, but how can we limit our rusting? Again, back to our original 15, I could go over each one and show you how oxidative stress is involved in your failure to maintain those 15 uh, New Year's resolutions. So from the uh, Recover Me worldview on, on this, start with a good multivitamin with minerals every day. Eat four or five servings, at the least, of brightly colored fruit and vegetables every day. I know all the keto people out there and the uh, high fat, uh, no carb people and stuff are, are, well, you can't do that. Well, yes, you can. You need to. Yes, you can. If it's balanced, people, it's balanced. And oxidative stress does beat you up over time and limits your ability to succeed and and feel good on so many regimens. So eat as many brightly colored fruit and vegetables as you can every day. Talk to your doctor about possible supplements to help. My favorite being uh, N-acetylcysteine or NAC. Cysteine is the rate limiting step for the production of glutathione in your liver. That's one of the most powerful antioxidants your body makes. So to help limit oxidative stress, taking NAC with vitamin C every day helps. Resveratol is another one I really love. It's derived, uh, it's, it's antioxidant red wine. It's awesome. Coenzyme Q10, also named ubiquitin. All these things help to lower your oxidative stress and help your body recover, which is part of the whole recover me process. So get a pencil or pen out. I'll give you a second here. I'm going to cover now the new top 15 better New Year's resolutions based on what I just told you. Number one, rather than exercise to lose weight, get in shape, plan purposeful movement to lower cortisol. Number two, make a goal to meditate or pray 10 minutes every day. And I gave you some resources to do that. Number three, utilize supplements like L-theanine and Relora to help lower that cortisol. Number four, really work on your sleep. Really work on your sleep. Do whatever you have to do to learn how to sleep better. Not necessarily always more, but better. Number five, avoid processed foods. Uh, it's so important on so many levels. And again, don't be an all or nothing person. Do your best to do it. 
Number six, use debt dieting on occasion. And, and next one, utilize a hormone specialist to optimize your hormones. Again, you don't necessarily have to have a problem, but they probably could be tuned up. It's just like your car. You don't necessarily need to replace the oil with the real expensive DW50. You could use DW30 if you want, but every once in a while, it might be good for your car to just get a nicer tune-up. It treats you well, treats your body well, same thing. I could add another one there under lower cortisol, but that kind of went under our first one. So uh, the next one, avoid processed foods and antibiotics. We talked about that. Take natural probiotics is our next one in our list. So kimchi, uh, uh, having fermented foods like kimchi or, or sauerkraut, uh, making your own yogurt, making your own kombucha, that's the best way to ensure gut health. The supplements L-glutamine, papaya enzyme, and oxen bile may be of great benefit for your overall gut health. In the avoiding toxins, ewg.org. I want you to make that a resolution. Go to ewg.org in this new year and compare your products in your home to their consumer list of products and guides and try to get on a real healthy, toxic-free environment in your home. The next one, sweat hard. Sweat hard, clear your system out. Whether that means sitting in an uh, infrared sauna or vigorous exercise for 10 minutes running next to your desk or walking around in circles around your desk talking to yourself like we mentioned earlier. Whatever you have to do, break a sweat. It helps clear your body from toxins. Next one, ensure a healthy liver and renal system. You do that by taking daily uh, multivitamin with minerals, drinking lemon water before bed, talk to your doctor, make sure your kidney and liver function are optimal, all a good idea. Next one, eat four or five servings of highly colored fruits and vegetables every day. Again, we've been told they're good for you. Mom told you they're good for you. They really are good for you. And hopefully I've explained why. And the last one, talk to your doctor about possibly using N-acetylcysteine, coenzyme Q10, and resveratrol just to help lower oxidative stress. So hopefully that top list of New Year's resolutions using the Recover Me method is an easier thing to adhere to, is something that you can start doing one at a time. Pick one of those out of that whole list I just gave you and apply it to your life. Make that your New Year's resolutions. I think one of your New Year's resolutions this year should be succeeding at your New Year's resolutions. That's a simple thing to do. This list hopefully does that. Whereas that first list we went over, the most popular 15, people fail. The statistic I think I told you was 8% of people actually do it, and I don't know how long that is. I'm guessing, just based on my experience and being in the health field for so long, that's people that made it through May or June from January and then lost track in the study. So it's probably even lower than that if we go to the year mark or the two-year mark or the five-year mark, and especially the lifetime mark. Of course, we started over every January, but let's try to avoid that too. Utilize this list to make balanced resolutions this year. I really think you'll notice a huge difference. Thank you so much for listening. Please contact me at any time if you have questions at doc at drwilly.com. That's D-O-C at D-R-W-I-L-L-E-Y.com. Check out all our resources on there. We're putting up a bunch of master classes. Uh, we published one in December on uh, testosterone therapy and uh, replacement and or TBT or testosterone boosting therapy in men. Uh, it's been pretty popular. Hope to check it out. We're going to have one of those coming up for women. Uh, as well as some other really neat uh, uh, master classes, including one on the whole Recover Me method of health. Tune in next week, January 8th, 
we're launching my book, Obtainable. And I'm so excited to get it out there. I cover these five tenets of health that I covered with you here on the New Year's resolutions in great detail in that book. Probably too much detail from a few uh, uh, early reviewers. Uh, but I want people to use this book as a resource, kind of like an encyclopedia of health, not necessarily uh, sit down and read it in one weekend type thing. So tune in next week because we're going to be talking about obtainable, um, where to get it, how to get it, how to contact us for support and help. I'm really excited about it and looking forward for everyone getting uh, healthier and have a better quality of life with it. Hopefully it'll be a great resource for people. So and next, until next time, remember Recover Me Medicine is a medicine that meets you where you are. We can't change your stressors. We can just help you, your body, your mind deal with them better. Take care. Thank you for joining Warren on the Recover Me podcast with Warren Willie, your guide to living a naturally healthier, happier life. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, or wherever you find your best podcasts. To connect with Warren and the community, learn more about naturally healthy living, and claim a free resource to improve your health right away, visit drwillie.com. You'll find all of Dr. Willie's resources there, including best-selling books like Better Than Steroids, The Z Diet, What Does Your Doctor Look Like Naked, and his latest book, Obtainable. Enjoy the body and energy you've always wanted beyond diet and exercise. That's drwillie.com, D-R-W-I-L-L-E-Y.com. And until next time with Warren, get fit, be healthy, live life, 